0: You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com
1: Hello there, Wrestling Card Collectors an episode of WTC TV and today I have a very special guest probably the number one requested guest for some time now I have uh I'm going to call you Husker Hav. That's what I'm going to call you. That's what I've always
0: known. So like that's fine. <laughs> I I my, my 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 real name's Anthony Havlovic. I uh I'm from uh originally from a small town named Brighton, Nebraska and our uh claim to fame when I was a kid growing up we had a large motorcycle dealer in our little town of uh, 250 people, and whenever wrestlers would come to Omaha, Nebraska, before they would leave the next day, they would all make it to our little town to go visit this motorcycle dealer. So we had people like Mad Dog Bashan, Cruiser Brody, and, and and guys back in the day like that that would come to my little town of 225 people. You ever go and meet those guys? I was I was too young at the time frame. Um, I saw I saw. Um, Mad Dog Pashawn, and I, you know, I recognize him, but I, some of the other guys, when I was a kid growing up, we didn't know him that well. No.
1: You get a lot of wrestling on TV at the time for your.
0: What, my, my wrestling on TV started on um, a network that was uh, ran by NWA at the time frame, and it was called Central States Wrestling, which was like a satellite affiliate to the NWA back in the day. And the, the main champion back then was a guy named Bob Brown. I don't know if you know him, Bob Bruiser Brown. And, but the, 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 the big star or the upcoming young face at the time frame uh, was Marty Giannetti. He was everything on this network. And it was ran right out of Kansas City. And we would watch it all the time. And I'll, still ne- I'll, I'll never forget the day I came home on a Sunday and turned on TV. And we got to see WWF for the first time. Total different production from what that, that other wrestling was. I'm not knocking that other of wrestling, but it was just a total different feel, total everything. And we couldn't go back to watching that old style. <laughs> when you had, when you had this new fast paced, uh, in your face kind of uh, wrestling when I was a kid. And that's kind of where my, my love of wrestling got started. So what got you
1: into uh cards? Well, before you even talk about what got you into cards, I mean, people need to know, understand something. You have well, the, the, the premier website for people who want to buy singles like that. How long have you been running this website?
0: The website's been active for almost, I think, 20 years now. Um, it's got started really small, and and it just grew through the years. And the main reason why I started it was um, I, I used to do trade shows when I was uh, active duty in the military on weekends when there was card shows. And I used to be. Very big into baseball, basketball, you know, like like most other dealers were at the time frame. Well, then after a while, there was so much product that was coming on the floor, and it was getting so expensive, it was getting hard to collect myself because I'm still a traditional set collector. Even with all the different sports, I still try to put together my sets every year. And and the, what happened with wrestling was, um, one day I was just like, you know what? I'm, i I kind of got bored with all the other sports, and I was I always had wrestling. But I never really was, you know, really into it like like I had become, and I was trying to find singles complete sets, and even on eBay at the time frame, you couldn't find singles. And I'm like, "There's got to be a better way." And and I happened to be in at work one day, and you know, I was a what 38, 40 year old guy uh, working the command post, and there's these young kids that were like these computer geeks, and I was I was I was complaining about how God, I wish I could build a website. And this one kid's like, it's easy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but I'm an old guy. I you it's easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, to me, I'm like, so, so the next guy come, the next day I go into work, the kid's like, bring me some cards into work. So I took some cards into work. It was a slow day. We had no planes flying on base. It was literally a dead day for the most part. And he sat there and he went on this link and he showed me how to upload images, how to, how to, how to, how to build pages how to do different formats and stuff like that. And that's that's where it all started. You know, after that, I started slowly putting sets on. And at one time frame, when I first started, you could go on the World Wide Web and you could type in wrestling cards, not Husker has, but just wrestling cards. And I'd be like number four or 500 on that link. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the top five. Um, and I owe it all to that kid, you know? I mean, to this day, I don't know if I would have ever done all this stuff it wasn't for that guy showing me, how easy it is to do a web page because I was very intimidated by it. But once I got started, it got better and uh, it got a lot easier. And yeah. the thing the thing about the the, the store is it kind of manages itself over time. Once you have all your images up, up, uploaded for a particular set, you know, all you're doing is going in and changing inventory, maybe changing the prices on things from time to time when things get, you know, super hot. I always try to make sure they're on my store. Now, whatever stuff selling for on eBay, that my collectors or my customers get it cheaper on my store than what okay. they can get on web, uh, on eBay or on Amazon, and these other places. That's always been my goal. My goal as a
1: seller, how difficult is it for you to maintain and keep up with all the different types of inventory you have? Different sets,
0: um, it can be because you're difficult. a one person operation, correct? Correct. Um, I've got uh, I've got two teenage I've got two teenage kids. They come sometimes to help me. I've got another collector who sometimes helps out, but he's not reliable. I'm pretty much a one man operation for the most part. Um, when the COVID hit, um, I could tell that there was something going on collecting wise um, because I could see more and more orders coming in. But there were orders coming in from new people, people that I'd never had done business with before. And they were also people that when they were ordering stuff, they would send me a list of questions. Like, um, I, I bought these cards from Flair WrestleMania 2001. Could you tell me more about this product? Or could you tell me um, what are the Flair products you would recommend and stuff like that? So they were new people. And I could tell that was happening with COVID um and then the other aspect of it was i started watching things because i i I watch ebay once a day i'll be on there for at least two hours just looking at different things and when i say ebay i'm not talking america ebay i'm talking italy ebay i'm talking um greece ebay i'm talking all these different ebays because you get different products in other countries that don't necessarily show up on the american ebay site even if you set up your Search engine for world for the worldwide uh-huh. search. Sometimes stuff doesn't show up on the American eBay sites. Um, so, anyhow, make long story short, there was a trend going on where it just seemed like there was a lot of cards that were starting to sell, or there was more interest, more bids than what I normally would see in the past, which led me to think there's something going on here, uh-huh. you know. And when I started going to Walmart, not looking for wrestling cards, but just cards in general. Or maybe card supplies, I need plastic sleeves to put new cards in when I'm shipping them, that kind of thing. Stuff was being sold out. And I knew there was something weird going on in the hobby. My problem that I had was um, Yahoo changed the format and I could not go on an update. For example, 1995 cards, stone cold card. Um, I've got a stack of 75 of those that I can't even put in my website now until I get this new website up and running. And there's just stuff like that. I ended up I, I ended up knowing that it was going to take months for Yahoo to get my site back up and fixed. Never happened. Yeah. But what I did in the meantime is I was going out and I was purchasing large sums of cards and collections so that when I finally got up and running and, and this craze or this hype kind of settled down, then I could re-update uh, my inventory with some of the hard product that people are wanting to collect but be able to give it to them at an affordable price not where they're going to have to take out a loan on their home to buy it if you can understand yeah. where i'm coming from
1: yeah, yeah absolutely well the whole market as far as not just cards but collectibles as a whole uh everything increased uh yeah, everything, totally. went, everything totally. went crazy even,
0: yeah even even stuff because i you know I, I come from a family of collectors even people that are like in railroad memorabilia yeah. i don't care how obscure or how weird the the, the, the the collection that individual has, everything's went up. Yeah, every, everything went just, crazy. And it's not just a little bit, it's like a significant amount.
1: Yeah, a lot, absolutely. And, and things are starting to come down. Obviously the, the market settled down, uh, things have come down. Uh, as we've talked about in the different episodes before, uh, you know, there's a, there's a new bench, a new floor has been established. So, you know, things that were you know, a, a dollar that were selling for $10 all of a sudden are not going back down to a dollar. They're, they're probably selling around at the $3 range, $4 range, but you know, that, that $1 floor is gone now.
0: Um, well, yeah, because you, you look at, you look at a product, I, I'll give you an example of a wrestling product that sat on the markets for years. Five dollars a box 1991 impel wcw mm-hmm. great looking card uh good photos good yep. good wrestler selection no one are buying this stuff now you can't get a box that stuff for anything less than 45 to 50 dollars a box
1: yeah yeah i mean i've got i've got boxes sitting around as well it's so like that i'm like uh i'm just gonna i have no intention of breaking it open or selling it right i just right. It's, it just like right. sitting I'm, I'm good with it right now but um, right. Everything became like that. Like everybody was trying to speculate after you know the rock uh 98 superstar set, you know, kind of went up in value because of the rock car. Then people gone Stone Cold. Oh, wait a second, there's this cardinal game card, now I gotta get that too. Nope. Oh no, yep. now that was yep. a that was a Panini sticker, gotta get that too. everybody's yep. looking for the next big thing to try to, you know, push and push and push. And then well, you know, uh, all you, of a you, sudden you know,
0: talking. I'm sorry. You 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 mentioned one thing and I and, and it really kind of Makes me wonder. And that's a that that's those 97 Panini stickers. I saw recently on Twitter um them showing pallets and pallets of those cases of boxes. Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, it really made me kind of wonder where 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 was all that stuff sitting since
1: 1997 Well, that's awful That can that be said about about a good idea. It, it just came out. I can be said about a lot of things because my other business was card stuff where, you know, I've established myself as the premier place for raw deal cards for so many years. And uh, people are like, oh, it's drying up, it's drying up. But I remember when the Orozco brothers back at frankensteins they were wholesale specials that went to comic images and bought out all the remaining comic image inventory when it came to uh, the raw deal stuff. Yeah. And uh, so the first wave they got, it was all premiere through Vengeance stuff. And then they had it at their booth. They had cases and cases. And I'm like, oh, I'll take a case of this and a case of that and a case of this. And that was it. And they're like, oh, we're going back for wave two, which was all like the really good stuff that came in at yeah. the end of the run. And like, oh, I want cases. I never saw it. And they're like, oh, well, it literally went from our truck to the trucks for Walmarts and Targets. We sold to them. So we never even got it. And I, and I go, I've never seen it in those stores. So it's not... I truly believe that there's a, some in a warehouse someplace. You know, these logistic companies who have to go out there and take care of these warehouses are just sitting on these pallets of stuff, whether it be flat screen TVs, shoes, socks, trading cards. There are things sitting out there that have been undiscovered and will be discovered someday. So it doesn't surprise me to see something like that. The fact that in Egypt surprises me.
0: You talk about undiscovered treasures. Um, Fifteen years ago when my store was just really starting to get uh, um, really up and running, I had an individual from North Carolina contact me, and he inherited his uncle's Wonderama collection. And his uncle, I guess, was one of the uh, couple people that actually produced those cards. Mm -hmm. He had a a four-by-eight-foot storage unit that was filled top to bottom with unopened boxes, uh, sets, he even tried telling me, but I've never, I never saw him. But he even tried telling me that there was unopened boxes of the graybacks, which I didn't realize that there ever was graybacks. I always thought they were done in the sets. So I yeah, wanted I've to never, see them. I've never
1: seen boxes and I want to call, I'm going to call bullshit on that one for now until someone can yeah, prove well, otherwise. But
0: but, but but the thing about it is, is he wanted to sell me that whole collection. And unfortunately that frame, I did not have the income yeah. to do it. The amount that he wanted, we could never work out a deal. And I, I, I think wonder, I know the guy. I often, wonder, I often wonder whatever happened to all that stuff that's sitting in that storage unit. I think I know the guy. Really?
1: Yeah, I think I know him. I think his name is Alan.
0: Maybe. And
1: I've, I, I, I've reached out to him. I found him on Facebook. We've kept in contact all this year because he offered me that same collection probably about 15 plus years ago.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah.
1: Yep. He, he even had the cells that were used to make the cards. Correct. So he right. had uncut sheets. He's the Correct. one that sold me my test market set.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I I see. My test market set. I got. I ended up picking up off uh, eBay at the time frame for forty five dollars. I got this mine is, off of eBay only, from him. Gotcha. It might have been. But the, the interesting thing, and a lot of people don't realize, there's a there's a, a certificate of authenticity that came with the test sets. Did you get one with yours?
1: I believe so. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that those those came with the uh, with the eighty seven test sets. But there there's actually a certificate of authenticity that actually tells you what number your set was out of the number that was actually produced for the test set. Yeah,
1: because it's actually numbered on the box itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So it's a exactly. uh, it's a cool set. I, I can't wait to dig that up in storage, which is uh, people have been dying to hit me do me start recording uh, these Tony storage unit finds because
0: <laughs> I just keep there's still there's still stuff that's out there. Oh, um, yeah. it, it's just a matter of if if I had all the time in the world, which I will in a couple of years, my kids will be graduating high school and I can travel. Um, there's a lot of places that I just want to go travel and just drive up and down a coast, hit all the pawn stores, uh, hit all the different little uh, collective places because there is a lot of stuff out there that is still to be had that people don't know about. Sure. You know you can't you can you can't do that necessarily with baseball, or football or basketball because that stuff's too popular. But if you're into boxing cards. Um, if you're into wrestling cards, you're into any of this other sport type stuff, there are some phenomenal stuff out there because there's a lot of people that do not realize how collectible some of this stuff is. Yeah. And, and, um, and I've said this before, and I've said this to many people, I get frustrated sometimes in the hobby with the company out of Dallas, Texas, who is considered the, um, premier, um, price guide people. They do not do justice for wrestling cards, especially as popular as they are. And uh, I, I wish people could, could 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 move away from them to other sites like uh, Paul's checklist site and mm-hmm. your checklist site and realize that there is a lot more to wrestling cards than what a couple guys in Dallas, Texas are going to tell you about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they put out an almanac every year now for that stuff, I believe, for wrestling.
0: They do have an almanac. I saw the last one. It I was nice. Three, I have all three
1: years. I, yeah, I, I tried it, to help them out it, the raw deal
0: stuff. Yeah, I was. It was. It was nice, but uh, a lot more information on your guys' sites.
1: Yeah. Well, they didn't take a lot of this information from our sites, by the way. So I. I know well, that yeah, I, I know
0: they do. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I want to. I want to send something out there. Um, there's a gentleman out there who I used to be very good friends with. I used to have his phone number, and I know you know him. His name is Grim.
1: Oh yeah, I know him for years. Gr-
0: Gr- Gr- Grim disappeared years ago, and I, and and if you're out there, Grim. You still have my email address. It's still the same. Please contact me. Cause I'd like to talk to you. Um, but you Grim and me told, me, Grim <laughs> told me a long time ago, he said, he said, man, I know, I know the guys that back at it live on your site, looking at stuff. And I said, yeah, it's funny because I contacted them a while ago. And I said, why don't you bring some real wrestling card experts on? I'm not talking, I'm not talking people who think they know wrestling cards or, or, or guys that might have like a, a very valuable collection, but I'm talking guys who actually know wrestling cards. And I even told him, I said, Hey, I'd like to guys some pages, um, periodically. You wouldn't even have to pay me anything just to get some exposure to wrestling from actual wrestling collectors. Never did hear back from them, but I know that, but I know they live on my website. Sure. I know they live on my website.
1: Paul knows yeah. he lives on, we have the analytics to our websites. We know where things are coming from. So we, right. it's, it's not right. like they're right. Hide really. But, uh, I mean, your website's impressive. I never personally, for me, up until recently, I'd never bought anything from your website before.
0: <laughs> well, and it's fu- it's funny because on your old on your old website, underneath the uh, message boards, you had on there that you're missing one card from completing your Animotion stuff from two thousand five. I still have and I have it. So whenever you <laughs> whenever you want it, let me know.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I think number card number eighteen. I think it is. Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's the only yep. one I'm I miss. It. I yep. remember that. There was a customer I used to have, uh, a guy named Marlon, Marlon Hernandez. Uh, good customer. He was the only guy I knew who had a complete set. Only guy. Yeah. I knew who had well, a complete
0: I, set. I, here's an interesting story because, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to jump around, but that that product of Animotion, a lot of people don't realize how rare those cards are. They're tough. Um, that so set tough. was released. That set was released in Italy and parts of Spain, um, and when it was released at the time frame, the company who did that lost. The license with WWE, so they actually destroyed most of the card from zero to ninety. Yep. But then they came to an agreement, and they ended up reproducing. And they had so much of the early one through ninety that they put in with the current boxes. That's why the current boxes have all those checklist cards with like eight cards on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you but you'll open a box of that stuff, and you may only get like ten cards from one to 90 out of the box and everything's 90 to 180 yep and a lot of people don't realize that that's the reason why that happened and the 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 bigger issue out of that was for me personally putting together that set i opened up 10 cases of that product still could not get card number 81 stacy keebler that was (laughs) the hardest card out of that whole set to get was that darn stacy keebler card a guy a guy from france contacted me and he said i've got 300 unopened packs that you can have, I worked out a deal with him. He gave the, he sent those to me, pack number two had Stacey Keebler in it to complete my set. <laughs> and there's a gentleman out of Washington, Pennsylvania that used to do a lot of trading cards. He called me up, cause he was trying to complete that set also. And I said, hey, I've got like hundred some packs left. He's like, I'll buy them all. He said, all I'm trying to get is Stacey Keebler cause I need that to complete my set. So card? We, worked out, we worked out a price, I sat there for an hour and a half, opening packs, this is when I was in Alaska, opening packs, and we got down to two packs left. Second from the last pack, he got his Stacey Keyboard card. Oh,
1: nice.
0: <laughs> was it the same card as yours that you needed? Yes, yeah. yes, the number 81. He needed that one, too. That's yeah. the hardest card, in that set. And I think number 80, Truth Stratus, is the second hardest. Your 18 is number, uh, is number, uh, the third hardest one to pull out of that set.
1: I think it's uh, Christian, I think it might be.
0: Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yeah.
1: So that's, uh, for years, I just kind of gave up on it because I'm just not actively pursuing things uh, on eBay like I used to. I gave up collecting. I really did. I gave it up, as I mentioned before. But now I'm a, I'm a PC co- uh, a player collector. My PC is all about Kurt Angle stuff. So that was when I first I used your website. It was a few months back I used your website. I actually bought two Kurt Angles from the uh, Russia set. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I bought a McMahon card didn't come in my package by
0: the way <laughs> say that again i didn't hear you which didn't come in my package i got my two oh. angles
1: but you didn't send me my oh, car yeah, mic-
0: yeah, yeah but I, I i had to refund you I sold on that mcmahon
1: i never got a refund either
0: <laughs> uh-oh i can't um, hear you with, uh, the way things were on uh i haven't been able to update my inventory and some of that stuff sold out so i just had to refund people yep
1: I had to had to get them, so I, I got them, and I ordered, I sort a McMahon one for the hell of it too, and never got that one. So
0: well, you know, you know, you know that Russian set when that came out was so popular. I didn't realize how many people wanted those cards, and and it and, and not necessarily they weren't like putting together a set, but they were looking for weird or obscure cards of the wrestlers that they collected. Mm-hmm. You know, and um. I had a couple of people that they're like, to this day, they're like, Hey, I need a wrestler. So-and-so I know you're sold out. Can you contact a guy in Russia? And my contact in Russia, um, came down with, uh, um, um, I don't, I don't remember what he said it was. I think it's some form of cancer, but he, I haven't been in touch with him in almost a year. That's why I haven't had really anything new come from that area. But he used to, uh, I, I've, I, I told him before that if he could find me more packs of that, that uh, uh, Wrestling Superstars, I'd like to buy them because there's so many people that are still asking for cards from that stuff. And if I could find it, believe me, I would bring it back to the website and and, and fill up that inventory because it was fun stuff.
1: So uh, a segue into your website, by the way. So uh, where are we at with your website? Because you've been kind of like, uh, is the old website gone? I haven't been to the website today. I haven't checked. Okay.
0: As of as of today, if you go and type in www.huskerhaveswrestlingcards.com, you will get an error show up on your page. Okay. The reason why the error shows up on your page is because Yahoo did not do what they said they were supposed to do for me in my business. So I am now in the process of changing my website to a new web hoster. So you're, which is you're, going to you're, doing, you're doing what
1: I did with WTC, which I, I moved my domain from, from Yahoo to GoDaddy. So Correct. you're in the process of you moving your you, domain.
0: Right. And you know, as well as I do, how, how time consuming that can be. And uh, so I'm in the process of doing that now. I'm hoping by the end of the month, that I'll be back up, not with the new version, but still the old one as I'm doing updates to the new version to re-release yeah. it. So I'm just yeah. trying to get back on because I've had at least 10 or 12 people in the last couple of days email me and say, would you shut down operations? I said, no, my operations have been stalled because of Yahoo and their incompetence. So now I need to get my stuff back up. So if people are out there and they're in their need of cards, you have my email address, send me what you're looking for and I can work with you until I get my website back up and running. Fully like it was before.
1: Okay, and so we're expecting a completely new design. Um, yes, I'm.
0: I'm planning on. I'm planning on trying to get a whole new design. Um, I'm working on it to where the card images on the front page are bigger, um, and it's kind of like more interactive, and uh, just just different ideas of stuff that I want to do with that. And then and then the other thing that's been a, a big craze that uh, uh, has really started picking up recently is ufc cards and i used to have those on the bottom of my page Mm -hmm. um i started buying up sets of those and i'll be putting those online um the original 2009 i do have a whole set i'm going to be breaking to put that on so people can get the cards that they need from that those particular cards um and the other thing that i'm looking at expanding um within my website because i'm trying to make my site kind of more than a wrestling more like a fight club type site is i'm looking at eventually bringing on boxing cards okay and uh and uh even sumo from japan okay i got some sumo cards so we'll, we'll see how <laughs> we'll see how things go you know you, you know like everything else in this world it takes time of course and when you have time you can get it done but sometimes you get behind and the one thing that i don't want to do is i don't ever want to uh um hold up any orders for anybody who's ordering stuff because they come first but i'm always trying to expand stuff and get more things on there and that takes time also.
1: Let's uh, talk a little bit about you now, actually. So okay. um, how long have you been collecting cards? Uh, since as a kid, it's always, you've got my, sport. you're doing my, sports.
0: My, my, my first pack of cards that I ever bought was a 1981 Topps baseball. Bought it at a little store in Seward, Nebraska, called Ben Franklin. It was my grandfather. I was staying with him and he took me there. I was, I think, seven, six or seven. And he's like, he, he was very much into baseball. His favorite team was Kansas City Royals, obviously, because we're in the Midwest. Yeah. And anyhow, so um, I happened to open that pack of cards, and I got a shortstop from Kansas City named Freddie Tachek, which was my grandfather's favorite baseball player of all time. So after that, seeing a look on his face, and I gave him that card, that's what, that's what got me hooked. And so I started with baseball because baseball was my original love. Um, and then I ended up uh, – um, you know, moving into football, basketball was, I could never get basketball cards as a kid. We didn't have them in our, in our area. Um, the first basketball product that I bought as a kid was an 86 Floyer basketball box. I paid $12 for it at the local grocery store. I remember sitting down, opening up and thinking it was the neatest product I've ever seen because I wanted to get my hands on an actual pack of basketball cards. I knew they existed, you know, from eighties and 81 and seventies, but where I lived, you could not find them. Even, even I'm going to give out a name to people in the Midwest, uh, a, a card dealer in Sur Nebraska who went by the name of E.V. Walsh. Um, he had a great collection, a great store when I was a kid growing up. And I used to always get a lot of product from him. Even he didn't have a lot of basketball back then. But basketball was something that was kind of like a different niche that I wanted to really get my hands on. When I couldn't. But I remember going to the grocery store um, in 1985 and seeing a black and red box with Hulk Hogan on the cover. And I thought to myself, no way. Are these wrestling cards? I bought my first pack. I got a Hogan and I got a um, George Animal Steel. And I was hooked. I said, <laughs> these are totally cool. Now I had other friends at the time from are like, why are you wasting 25 cents on a pack of wrestling cards when you could be getting a football card pack or another big thing back in the time frame was ET the movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like I don't want ET. Or want GPK. Them. don't forget about GPK. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well you know, and it's funny, but you know, so that's what kind of got me hooked. And then after that, uh, once I started getting more serious and I got a little bit older, when I became when I went into high school, uh, and I saw a lot of a lot of guys they were like, "Well, this ain't cool anymore." Well, they would either get rid of their sets or they get rid of all their cards. Well, who do you think would gobble them up? I would get them from anyone that I could get my hands on. And what I would do is I would just start building my sets because that's what I wanted. And I knew to have a nice collection. Um, you couldn't go wrong by always having one set of every product from every year. And that's what I used to do. Well, you can't do that now because there's so much stuff on the market, but yeah. I still try to put together as many sets of different things from all the different sports and even non-sports whenever I can get it. I'm the kind of guy who I like to go out and throw Maybe two hundred dollars on a stack of five thousand count boxes, not knowing what's in it. Yeah, bust through it, find a gem here and there, but get a bunch of stuff that I can put together sets. Yep. Like like for example, right now a gentleman out of Illinois who does a lot of autograph stuff. Um, I've I've recently bought his non-sport boxes. I got close to, I would guess two hundred boxes of product from this guy, that I'm getting ready to break them down. All he took out of them was the autograph cards, all the other inserts. Everything else is still in there. This is stuff like Game of Thrones, um, you know, top seventy-five years, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, all that different kind of product. I just, I've always been the kind of person. I'm a collector, and I just I enjoy collecting. What do you but do with the car. non
1: What do you do with the non-sports stuff? I mean, your your website is all now going to be all about fights, you know, uh, you know, combat well, but stuff. I,
0: but, but 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 I have a link to my non-sports stuff. because I because I because I realize that there's a a niche for the non-sports stuff, especially people that are collectors of actors. Famous people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I have a link to my non-sports store that's on the website. So they gotcha. can click on that and go look at the non-sports. Gotcha. Once I get my wrestling website up and running, my non-sports site will be updated also. And it is going to have so much stuff that it's gonna, it's just gonna be nice. I'm I'm trying to get it to where it says equal to the wrestling footage as far as non-sports store. Because again, non-sports is another good example. You can you can you can Buy, for example, a box of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that came out a few years ago. And if you're missing card 25, card 27, card 30, good luck finding it on eBay. How are you ever going to find that card to put together that set that you want in your folder? Because to me, there's nothing that frustrates me more (laughs) than when you have a set of cards, you're flipping through the page, and, oh, there's one card missing from that page of nine cards. (laughs) Yep. That's my pet peeve. I know that feeling. It might sound stupid, but that's my pet peeve. <laughs> I want complete sets because you, you, uh, a, a, a good proper set of cards, whether it's wrestling, baseball, non-sport, in my opinion, is designed to tell a story. So card number one, all the way to say card number eighty-eight, should should have you hooked from the very beginning as you turn the page till you get to the very last card. If it doesn't, then that product wasn't a good product on the market. I'm not, and I'm not talking good product. I'm not talking. In regards to the value of it but i'm talking the interest that you as a collector would have from from looking at each individual card front and back from the card number one all the way to card number 88
1: well let's, let's talk not, about that for a second not, let's, let's go to the you're talking about value okay yeah so you are a collector obviously die-hard collector right. you're a set collector right. you like you're telling stories all that stuff that you're talking about right so what are you do you care about value for your stuff? Do you care about value as a po- – take away the seller side, take away the, po- sorry, take away the, the yep. resale, retail side. But as, yep. a, as a person who has collection, do you care that your collection has value? And if you do care about that value, do you have stuff in your collection? What you, before we even go to that, I, I want to talk about grading a little bit too, but let's just talk okay. about value yep. in, your, in your collection. Do you care about that?
0: Um, to be honest with you, um, no, I don't. Because I'm probably never gonna sell any of my own personal collection.
1: You say the probably. People, the, the, you the say people probably who why, to,
0: why do you say probably? Well, right. Well, when I what I what I mean by that is the people who are gonna care about the value of those cards will be the kids that inherit them. that's my two, that's my two kids. Okay. You know, it'll be up to them whether when, when I'm no longer walking on this earth, hopefully when I get buried, I get buried with a box of trading cards. I don't care what it is. <laughs> but I hope that when I'm walking up on the the, the silver cloud, if I'm Granted that by the good Lord that there's wrestling cards or cards up in heaven because that's always been my love. They're all um, gem Mints up there, baby. All gem Mints. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 as far as as far as my own personal collection is concerned, um, everything that I have um, is in protection, um, plastic pages, hard screw downs, whatever. Um, but I I use my own personal collection. As the framework for my store, all the cards that you see scanned on my store, except for a couple that I borrowed from you from the old yeah, site, yeah. were my were my own scans, and that's from my own personal collection. Now, there's a couple things. For for example, one of the best sets that I think from the '80s, that is a very hard set to get, undervalued in my opinion because of the scarcity of it, is the Carnation Wrestling cards. Oh, God I yeah. remember as a kid. Believe it or not, I grew up on a farm and we we got farm subsidies because we didn't have a lot of money as a kid growing up. One of the products that we got was a carnation container of hot cocoa mix for free. And I remember getting that thing home, opening that up, digging my hand through the powder to try to get to the bottom. And my mom got mad at me. She's like, What are you doing? And I said the only thing I want out of here is a card that's sitting on the bottom of this container. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and that card was uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Nice, nice. <laughs> now, now the the reason the reason why I bring it up is you're, is you're talking about value. I have that whole set, but the one card that I have, which is not mint, is the Volk or the, the Coloss- because the card version that I have, someone clipped the corners off to make it look like an octagon card. Oh, okay. And I've always been looking, I've always been looking for one to replace that. <laughs> I haven't found one that I that 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 I, that I that I that I can get at it at the price that I want to pay for. Yeah. But you know, it's stuff like that, you know, and, and then you talk about value. You know, you know, the big thing in wrestling that everyone talks about, wrestling all-stars. Believe it or not, I got my three sets, series one, series two, series three, and this is a trivia question that I put on Twitter that no one knew about. I said, who was the one individual that would sell these cards besides direct purchase out of magazines? Because there's a lot of people out there that think, and and, and and your buddy thinks that the only way that you can ever buy those cards is direct purchase out of magazines. That was not the case. There was dealers back then that actually had affiliations with Wrestling All-Stars. And one of them was a female out of New York City that went by the name Renata Galasso. She was one of the first people back in the 80s that actually did a lot of mail order product for for cards mm-hmm. and i got mine at the time frame the, re, the three wrestling all-star sets i got all three sets from her at the time frame for three dollars and fifty cents a piece
1: yeah i think i paid fifteen dollars or twenty bucks for mine
0: <laughs> yeah yep yep because back then back then and back then there was uh there was um a lot of uh different products um she would carry a lot of these small sets you know, and she actually produced her own set of cards. Um, I loved all her stuff. I, the only thing that I wish that I had, and I watch on eBay from time to time, I can't find them. She used to produce her own price guide and her own checklist that would come in a monthly magazine that she would produce and would highlight different products like that. I'd like to get one because I'd like to get that old, uh, the old format that she had, that had the wrestling all Stars for like Paul Hogan for 50 cents you know, five cents, all the rest of the cards, just to take those out of that magazine and get that professionally framed as something neat.
1: I mean, that'd be really cool, actually.
0: Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the name of the magazine? It was, um I think it was called glassel Cards. I just remember the lady, she was, I don't know what she, I, I looked online and there's now a into Glasso in New York, but she did, works with real estate. And I thought about contacting because I'm sure it's a, it's a, it's a different name. I'm sure they got to be related or it's the same person, but doesn't do wrestling cards anymore, or doesn't do any uh, sports cards anymore, but she used to do a ton of stuff back in the day. That's amazing. I remember I remember at the time frame, 1985, I bought a 85 tops, 85 Don Ross, and 85 Clear from her, all three factory sets for uh, $25 at the time frame. And uh, <laughs> that, that, was, that was the stuff that she had. You know, she had all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, but that was uh, you know, that's that's the price back then. I mean, that's.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Those days are
1: long gone, like that. But, uh, uh, so with with uh, you're a long time collector, obviously, clearly a long time collector, and you said that you know you probably wouldn't sell your stuff like that. You probably wouldn't. What would it take? What would it take for someone to sell something? So you say probably, as Million Dollar Man says, man, everybody's got a price.
0: You know, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if I could put a price on my stuff right now. Because I'm kind if, of if someone came I, at you
1: and said, I want your I want your uh, you know, your test market set from 87, you know, so like NWA, you know, and here I want to give you X. What is X right. to you? Like is it is it not available it's, to anybody? It's,
0: it's 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 hard to say because I, I know you want me to get a price. I, I just can't I just can't throw one out there because I don't want I'm, I'm actually not look
1: I'm not looking for a dollar amount. It's like you know what? Yes, a dollar amount would exist, I'm sure, but
0: you know Well, like for for example, the uh, that, that 87 Wonderama test set, my uh, sting in that card is as perfectly centered as a card as you can get, far sharp corners. It went from um, that box into plastic pages and the plastic pages that I use are not your traditional plastic pages. They're a very, very thick stock plastic page, almost like this in a screw down, they're hard yeah. to find. But that card is as clean as you could get. I, I, would, I would bet if I sent that in, because I'm not a grader, you know i don't i don't like grading stuff but i bet you if i sent that in i bet you it's a 9.5 or a 10 easy okay.
1: well that just answered my question about grading so like that what your thoughts were on grading so <laughs> my
0: my well here here's here here's my here's my thoughts on grading and 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 it comes from the fact that i guess i'm i'm an old time collector um and and i've been in the hobby for a long time when i say the hobby i'm talking the card business not just wrestling cards but everything else and what i've seen over time What worries me in our hobby today, especially the wrestling side of the house, is everyone's trying to get everything graded. And I'm the kind of person who, everyone should have the freedom to do whatever they want in this country that makes them happy. I've got no problem with that, you do whatever. But what I worry about is products drying up to the point where young kids, new collectors are not able to get their hands on stuff. Uh, For example, Walmart, Target, as many probably know by now, have gone out of the card market just for buying it online. And I'm the kind of person that I don't particularly like to buy. If I want to open something today, let's say let's say I wake up this morning, I've got nothing going on, and, hey, there's a new WWE party that came out. I don't want to have to order it and wait seven, to, uh, ten, seven days to two weeks for that to come in the mail. I want it now. That's kind of like the American spirit, you know, that you want it now, you get it now. Um, and, what is happening to me, you know, and a lot of people say, well, kids go on eBay. No, you can't, you know, you have to have a, you have to be a certain age or you have to have your parents permission to go on eBay. And I don't see kids having a lot of money in their PayPal accounts. Um, And it just makes it hard. I just, I just worry because for example, I had uh, a good friend of mine that was in the military years ago that got into depression era China. And that stuff got to be very valuable. But what happened with that is it got so valuable that, new collectors never would come into the market because they couldn't afford it. Yeah. And then when you don't have new blood, new collectors coming in, you don't have demand for stuff. Sooner or later, you start noticing, well, this stuff's going you know, way down in value, mm-hmm. which to me as a collector, I don't mind because I can get it cheaper and put together more stuff, but you don't have more people that are getting interested in it. And if you don't have more people getting interested in it, companies aren't going to make more stuff and then it's going to die. And that's my greatest fear that I have in the card market, especially the wrestling card market, because the wrestling card market is special compared to all the other wrestling, uh, not the wrestling, but all the other sports markets that are out there. Because the wrestling card market itself has true fans. They have people who actually love a Hulk Hogan, who actually love a Sting, and they actually want to collect all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas other sports, for the most part, yeah, you might have someone who's collecting the World Series team from, you know, watching centers. but their passion is not the same like it is for wrestling. That's why I kind of get frustrated sometimes with Beckett because they don't see that passion out there for wrestling the way that I do um, and some other people within the collecting market. We, of the we've wrestling. had
1: conversations about this in our previous episodes and even on one, uh, with Xan and I on Worlds Collide podcast, everybody go check that out, cheap plug, um, uh, is that, uh, you know, it's just that uh, there's ways to do this. Okay, there are ways yeah. that people do their sure. homework right. There's ways to go sure. out there and still to afford, uh, be able to afford to buy what you like. Sure. Um, I, I personally, my personal viewpoint on what you just said is, I think that there should always be uh, some sort of a flagship product line that they put out that is a low price point with nothing, no bells and whistles in it, it's like that. That's right. specifically right. for right. younger, for kids to get into, it's like that. Really, they should. Right. They should have, right. and it has. I don't want. Uh, you know, uh, some high-end or short print, multi-parallel type stuff. Just give me, like, a couple autographs in it, possibly, that can possibly hit in there. But mostly, it's just, you know, some kind of base set with some chase, and that I can enjoy as a young fan.
0: Well, and, you know, and and that's something that I don't understand about Tops. You know, they'll go out now, and they'll put together a a product, and they'll have blue version, silver version, black version, rainbow version, chrome version, this version, that version, and they don't realize that at least in my perspective, no one's buying or collecting those different versions. I, disagree. You, I disagree with you on that. Oh, see, because I, 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 myself, I have tons of that stuff laying around. I, and, and I put it on my website saying, if you're looking for certain wrestlers, certain colors, I've never had one person contact me and say, hey, I'm looking for these. Never. I,
1: I, I think that if it's numbered, especially parallel stuff like that, I'm not a big fan of parallel stuff, but I understand the value in it. And I understand there's people out there who are player collectors. They're going to go after and create their rainbows. They want to create that rainbow. I'm with Kurt Angle. I, I don't care about base cards for Kurt Angle stuff. I want numbered stuff. I want the rainbow. And that's what gotcha. I want. And so yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think there are people out there who do, who want that stuff because we're already taking a niche market of wrestling cards, which is already a niche market. The print runs on that are considerably less than basketball, baseball, where really? they're printing millions. Really? They're printing thousands in wrestling. So it's already a low-numbered type of thing. Looking from an investment standpoint, it's already a low-numbered type of thing. Then I have parallels, even lower numbers. Numbered stuff, even lower numbered. I mean, we're talking, if you're looking from a value standpoint where you're trying to invest, there's that. But I believe that they should probably have a product line they put out once a year to go out there and uh, attract kids specifically. Because you want, I agree with you. I agree with you. They're being kind of priced out but we're also talking about a, about a, a world now where kids are used to paying 20 bucks for a pack of Pokemon. All right. So I know it's, it's,
0: it's crazy. I so it's, it's not that they don't I've, have I've, money. I've,
1: they don't have money I've, and they're not and it's not that they're not using eBay. They are using eBay. They do have money. Their interests are in Pokemon. because That's what's fed down their throats because they can afford to do that. But I think if they had something that they're still into wrestling stuff. And we had a cheap level type of stuff they can get, you know, two bucks for a pack of cards that's totally affordable for them. They can go to Walmart or Target. So that's not going to be like the, the crazy guys waving guns, trying to get their shit from the, from the you know, Walmart and targets. They're not going right, to go out because right. there's nothing of real value in those packs of them. Like, right, wow, right. an autograph car, I might get 10 bucks for big deal. Uh, but you know, something that's for the kids, I think that, I think companies should start looking. I agree with you in that. I think companies should start looking towards like, how are we going to attract newer collectors now instead of pricing them out?
0: right right i'm in that middle ground
1: myself i I get i'm in i'm integrating right now i have things set off the psa that i'm waiting for because i I want things i'm not sentimentally attached to anything anymore my website is created like your website was created which was off my collection i built that entire website based on my collection those images were my cards from my collection uh so i I totally get that but i'm not attached to anything anymore except my Kurt Angle stuff now is new for me uh so why would I not want to get the most money out of my stuff? I, I, I yeah. totally get that. But no, I I can
0: I, I, I can understand that. I mean, everyone that the, the, the one thing that's great about collecting is everyone collects for a different reason.
1: Absolutely. 100 and, percent and, and the, and the and bottom like, line is as long as you're having fun doing it, that's right. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's
0: right. There, there there's no other reason to be a collector if you're not having fun and it's not enjoyable.
1: Even if um, even if, if you, even
0: if you're investing, if you're looking to collect just
1: to invest. I hope you're having fun doing that and not getting an ulcer trying to get the next big thing right away it's like that right Uh, right
0: right yeah because because like one of one of the one of the cards that i need to my set and it recently came on ebay but i didn't realize it came on ebay that i need is the kurt angle medallion uh ribbon card from the 2002 all access if anyone has that card out there I'm buying that card because I need that to complete that set. Because I got the her. I will be competing with you on that because I used to have
1: it and I sold it and I yeah. want it back.
0: <laughs> well, the, well, it sold, it sold for four hundred on eBay, and I would yeah. I would have bought kind of hard to complete that set.
1: Yeah, I I, I, was so, I
0: I was so disappointed to see that when it when it was sold because I was like, oh my goodness, I'm, I haven't seen that in years, and that's a one of the one of the card sets that I need. So,
1: but I, I only bring that bring
0: that up because you mentioned Kurt Angle, and that's that was a Kurt Angle card that I do need.
1: It'll show up again. Trust me, it all, they yeah. all show up again. People sometimes like to buy and invest in things thinking that I got to get it now because I'm never going to see it again. And even granted, you probably won't see it for years. It's never to say that you're not going to see it because we live in a world right now where things are flipped quickly and often, uh, maybe for less than what you saw for last, sometimes more, but it's really? going to be available. It all depends on what is it you want to invest in and what you want well, to that's, buy. That's I to
0: like, uh, that's like a, I, I, a lot of people write me and they say, do you buy cards? uh, do you buy collections or I always buy stuff, but I buy it, but people need to understand. I buy it to be able to resell it at an affordable price for someone to be able to buy it. Correct. You understand what I'm saying? I'll
1: totally. you. Um, you're talking um, to yourself. Yeah. You know,
0: well, the amount of money that I make reselling stuff goes to buying more product or finding more stuff overseas because the overseas stuff is hard to find and it can get pricey to get that stuff from overseas back here to the States. So all the all the extra income that I make selling stuff isn't just to line my pockets, it's just to keep more inventory coming so people that's can a, get that's, more stuff. But
1: That's the hobby in general as a whole, it's like that. I mean, I used to uh, you know buy into all kinds of non-sport stuff. I mean, I had really good relationships with Inkworks and Rittenhouse. I mean, I got stuff before the public would get it. Donna, when she was the representative for Inkworks, every year for Comic-Con San Diego, I would get a brick of all the promos. She sent me the images the week before the comic-con so i can make my templates ready to go for ebay and i knew i was that's getting cool. a brick so yeah I, yeah yeah i, I it was it's just um it, getting all that stuff can be sometimes uh hair pulling <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get it
0: because because the one thing the one thing that um um takes the most time is uploading images to the store 100 um yeah that's just for one set yeah it can take uh, on an average, for me to build a page, for example, because I'm behind now because my site was been down with Yahoo for so long. But to put, like for example, 2021, I've been
1: down seven years.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, just just to do just to do one page, to do a base product of um, of uh, say 2021 raw, for me to get all those images scanned, put up the insert that I got that I can put up, uh, it takes me probably about three or four hours just for the one cent.
1: Yeah, I, I believe it. I, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. I know that. <laughs> I know how that is, man. I'm trying to get all these images uploaded for a checklist. And uh, especially back in the day when I was doing all by myself, it was just me. I was just, you know, creating pages yeah, yeah. from scratch. And I didn't have templates like that you're using probably now. You're using these uh, page builder type templates. I didn't have that then. I, I used mine. I would literally open up Notepad and type in bracket, HTML bracket. Bracket. Yeah, go I see.
0: I, st- I still do that I still do that believe it or not my templates are all built from scratch so if I want to if I, if I want to build a page I have to I have to do a drop down of say a graph I have to align the size that I want for the pictures and then I have to have the name of the card the amount for the card the amount in the inventory and then the uh, sure. price button underneath that's all done from scratch when I say when I say I have uh, formats, The only thing that I have formats are like different color variants and stuff like that that I can put on the backgrounds. But for the most part, anything that involves writing or a box on the web page, that all has to be built by scratch. And I'm hoping by now going to this new web hoster, they're going to have some better product than what Yahoo did. I mean, mean, Yahoo had
1: still, I mean, they're all, trust me on this. All web hosting companies have very similar and very uh, easy use interfaces, templates, literally thousands of them. And Yahoo's no different, right. they had it. They should have treated you better by migrating all that stuff over to their new stuff. Cause they got, rid. I, I got that notification too on my Yahoo account for WTC. As of March 31st, we're no longer supporting yep. this, blah, blah, yep. blah, 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 all that crap. So yep. I let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And so, yeah, I couldn't use any updating any sort, but the information was still there and I kept it there so that people can still see it until I was building it the- on the other page you know, uh, from the, in the back end. And then I just got rid of, it. I just recently deleted it. Like I think last week for the first time now, so I was paying double websites for, for several months. Wow. But, um, yeah. just so I can have the information there still until so I was, I was confident I had it all moved over. Um, but everybody has those templates you, you don't have to create anything from scratch anymore from, uh, from a web design anymore. Everything's done with templates, very easy to use, very, what I call a tunnel or just keeps you right yep, here. Yep, if you happen, yep, to, if yep. you happen to have, HTML knowledge you can do some cool little features on, on the side but uh you know I, I, I don't beat yourself over man The head's like that with trying to you know
0: code anymore it's like that you don't need to you just don't need yeah to. I know I know that's why that's why the 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 this new holster that I'm going to use i am not going to drop their name yet because I want to make sure it's going to work before saying say yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh um I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be much more smoother and and I can get Things up faster and 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 do a better job. I'm,
1: assu- I'm assuming you're probably paying someone with that hosting company to, to kind of rebuild it for you.
0: Uh, no, I'm actually oh. going to be doing most of it myself okay. because all all of the uh, all of the stuff that I had from Yahoo was built on a program called Site Builder. Yep, and I know that. Right. I know that program very well. Yep, and this company told me that they can they can use Site Builder on theirs, okay. so it should just be a matter of me uploading my pages online with them web hosting and then, then i'm good okay. to go all right so that's that's what i'm hoping so i'm keeping fingers crossed that it's going to go that smoothly because i'm actually going to be kicking this off tomorrow starting getting it uh uploaded and seeing how this all goes oh okay great so yeah um and I, I, do, I do I, I do i there's something i do want to mention um i have a couple projects that i'm working on okay that it, it, that especially this is stuff from around the world um that if people are out there one of the things that i'm trying to get my hands on i don't know if you can see this uh um, okay, yeah i can this, see it. this this came out in 2007. it was a sticker set in italy okay and if anyone has Looks any just, like stickers,
1: those, just like those cards those prominent car, prom, uh, yeah, cars yeah yeah
0: they just it's, it's kind of similar yeah, yeah. but the, the stickers were inside if you can see on the bottle Yep. You would take the sticker off your bottle of Pepsi products, and you'd get two stickers in them. I'm trying to complete the set. So if there's anyone in Italy or Spain <laughs> who has this product, who has stickers, let me know with SAP. Yeah. The other thing that I'm trying to get that I did not pick up, and I was stupid back in the time, because I was stationed in, in Italy in uh, 2007, 2008. Pepsi also had 24, or not 24, but the 12-pack can packs. Mm-hmm. There was two wrestling cards per box that you could cut off. And I think there was 12 cards in that whole set. But the cards, for example, like a Mountain Dew, the cards instead of it being like black and white, it'd be green and white, you know, whatever the card. Sure. But I'm trying to get that set. That set has eluded me. I've seen it, <laughs> picked up a case of that product when I was in Italy. Never did anything much with it because I was kind of my focus on some other stuff at the time frame. And now I wish I would have got that. And then a third product came out in the UK. I don't know if you're very familiar, but uh, British Resurrection magazine, the publisher used to make some sets. Right before they got ready to uh, close down their operations, they actually put together a sticker set for British Resurrection. I think it's 150 stickers. They were in packs and boxes. I've been trying to find those forever for my own personal collection. So if there's anyone in the UK that has those, but there's an open box, complete set, I wanna get my hands on it. And then Excellent. finally, the one market in this world that I need two or three guys, if they want to make some money um, and help find product in your country to bring to the United States is in South America. Um, I know for a fact that tops produces product in South America, especially stickers that are different than the Tops version stickers we get here. Um, they did some stuff in Mexico with, uh, um slam attacks in chip packages stuff like that if you live in those countries you want to earn some money and you want to be my uh, hunter on the ground in your country contact me and we'll get and and we'll do business together because i've got guys in india russia germany um lithuania slovakia you know i kind of got the europe market really good I don't have South America, and that's really why I'm trying to get, a, get some collectors down there that want to that want to help contribute to our website. I
1: might be able to turn you on to a couple people out there in Argentina, at least, or no, uh, Chile.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I know I know Chile. They did, they did as many as four different sticker albums, WWE sticker albums, back at the time period that Topps wasn't really producing any sticker albums even in Europe. And I'm trying to get my hands on them. In fact, one of the sticker albums that I got, which isn't completed but it's close, it is just amazing. I cannot wait for the new store for people to see it. The stickers are stuck, which is okay, um, but I'd rather have the stickers loose, um, but they look like an 87 Tops version uh, WWF trading card, nice. but they sent a sticker format in a book and it, they are phenomenal. There's only been one or two other people that knows that I got my hands on that from South America. And Let, me, I can't re- wait Let me reach
1: out to I because I, my Vela cards business for for raw deal. Raw deal is extremely popular in Chile. It's probably the number one country I sell to uh, outside of the U.S.
0: for raw deal. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, with raw deal, I was late to the table. It was a great product, um, tons of cards per set, great photos, um, and the only thing. That frustrates me on Raw Deal. Being being now 50 years old, to look at the numbers would give us sets, so I have to use one of these.
1: Oh yeah, it can be difficult. <laughs> the, 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 the later, <laughs> the later releases. You're talking older ones. Later releases uh, started using it for, for that reason alone because they, yeah. them, they yeah. put them in a box. But, uh, but,
0: but but like the original, when when people buy, because I have got some on my website, but no one's near what I'd like to have. Yeah. But the, when people buy stuff and I see raw deal, the first thing I think is, oh, where's the magnifying glass? Because I'm going to need to figure out the number.
1: Uh, it's, either that think- I go
0: to, it's either that I go up to my page. I leave my page open so I can look at the image of the card and the number that lines up on the card that I can pull it off that way. Yeah, you need But that was a great product. And, and, and to be honest with you, I really think, I really wish they would have kept that product going.
1: Well, comic Images lost that license anyway. So they lost the entire WWE license anyways. That's a whole, I, I did a whole, different podcast back in the day for velicar stuff talking about the the death of raw deals like that and uh the game still exists today it still exists uh it's been out of print since 2007 but exists in virtual format since 2009 and uh you know I, I i supplied you know world championships at gen con every year for 10 straight years i gave away so much product for for prizes but um yeah if you, if you want to buy me out i'd be happy to sell it go got to go to wisconsin and pick it all up go to wisconsin and pick it up <laughs>
0: I I I would, but I got a couple of uh, other other big collections I'm working <laughs> on right now, and 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 then the other the other the other niche that I'm really starting to uh, dabble in, I'm trying to get more and more in, are uh, BBM from Japan. Okay. I think I think I think there is no better product for quality of card. It the, all their cards or high gloss They remind me of a stadium club type card sure um they have great american wrestlers on there most of the shots if you have is good wrestling shots great great looking cards i think they are totally undervalued oh yeah um and 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 i'm doing everything i can to buy up whenever i can find people that have lots of them you know 100 to 200 to 300 cards i buy them up immediately because i'm trying to get all of those updated on the web page um and then another one i want to throw a shout out to to my friend greg um because he kind of turned me on to these are the gong magazine paper cards uh, from the early 70s um there, there is some significantly fun japan products um if you can get your hands on them the problem That's that up. you run into is nowadays especially the 70s stuff you can kind of pay an arm and a leg if you're Wanting to get uh, monster Rusev off or whatever, which is what they called under the giant at the time for Yeah, oh yeah, it's expensive it's, stuff. It's it's, it's it's good stuff, and and especially the new BBM stuff. You know, I know they're not making wrestling anymore, um, and I think they kind of quit around 2012 or 13. But then another product came out that a lot of people didn't realize from Japan: King of the Ring cards. I don't know if you've got many of those. It's a it's a playing card set, kind of similar to Law Deal. Um, where there that you have different level cards, you know, for hit punch numbers and different things like that, um, they got a lot of nice cards. But that's those sets are almost impossible to put together. They're not big; most of them are only like 48 to 55 cards. But good luck. I mean, the 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 last version that they had come out, I I bought six boxes of that stuff. I still haven't come close to putting together all 45 cards.
1: <laughs> Coalition sounds really bad.
0: Well, it's, just, it's because they have cards that are like rare, very rare, you know, and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, to me, a 45 card set, you know, I don't care how very rare it is. I still want to try to put that together. You know, why, yeah. why, why, why bother with just the first 20 cards when you have the other ones, you know, it'd be different if it was a 500 card set and you had rares in there, I could see that'd be impossible, but they're small sets and they got great wrestler selection um, and and stuff like that. And so it's, 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 it's kind of interesting. And, and then the, yeah, but one other uh, product that I don't understand, there's a female product that comes out in Japan. I'm trying to remember the name of it, um, but boxes are next to impossible to get, but it's quality material. I'd love to get my hands on that, bring that to the States, but I just can't find it at an affordable price. That's another reason why you'll notice on my webpage, I don't have any leaf product um, because leaf product costs too much to break open um, and to put stuff on, 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 on the webpage. I would have to charge too much for what the cards are worth to be able to try to make just a small amount of profit to justify opening that stuff. I'd love to put leaf on my website, but it's not, it's not advantageous financial wise to be able to do that. Because when I open up a pack to leaf and you might get some wrestlers that are selling for five to $8 on eBay, and I'm paying in essence, 10 to $15 a card of that card in that pack. Well, you're losing money and I can't, yeah. I can't afford to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's, it's a little bit of a higher end gamble type thing for that product. Right,
0: right, it's- right. And then the other the other problem the, the other problem that you had to me with the leaf is if I was going to put that together, I'd be putting together my own sets, and they have those different variants for each one of those wrestlers also. Yep. So you know, one thing I will say about tops, uh, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a good shout out right now. I like the fact that I can buy one box of tops product. And by and large, you always you always get one complete base set out of one box.
1: When's the last time you bought a box?
0: Um, been a while. Been a while.
1: It Doesn't exist anymore, my friend. There's no way yeah. you're getting. It. There's no way you're getting a base set out of out of a box. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I I just I, for the last several years, there's no way you're getting. Yeah. It well,
0: I I would say the last. Yeah, probably the last wrestling box that I bought that I actually broke for product probably was a TNA thing.
1: TNA.
0: So 2013. Yep, yep, yep. What happened? To, what
1: happened? Yeah, to my because because
0: because because what I do now is I've got I've got guys that are just autograph collectors. Yep. Like there's a gentleman, there's a gentleman out in Connecticut, and he'll buy a whole case of WWE, open it all, works out a deal with me, because all he's gonna keep out of it is the autographs, mm-hmm. all the other inserts, you know, like the uh wwe here now or wwe you know rookie draft pick thing or whatever all those neat little inserts are in there so i can get those at a decent price and be able to put them on my website and sell them to a collector at a very affordable price without them being marked up you know you go on ebay and you see some of that stuff everyone's everyone's charging three to four dollars you know per insert card what i'm able to turn around some for two dollars i'm still making profit and i'm still able to take that profit and then go buy more but people are able to buy that stuff like i said before my whole goal has always been to sell stuff cheaper than ebay so that people that are collectors um know that they can go to my website and they know they can find everything that they need and not have to worry about paying 20 or 30 different shipping charges to different people they can get it all at once um the only caution that i have i know you're out there um, I know there's people that go on my website and they try to gobble up everything dirt cheap, and then try to get it graded and put it on eBay and flip. I'm going to ask.
1: I want to ask you about that, by the way. So I hate it. What, what hate about it. what about condition conditions? People bitching conditions, about conditions. Every
0: single every single card that I sell, you'll notice on my web page that I don't I don't I don't put a condition for each for each individual card. It'd be too hard. It yeah. would take too much. It would take too much web space and too much time. Every single card that I sell on my web page if it's anything from 2000 or newer, should always be near mint to mint condition. There may be times where um, a card might fall into a lower grade um, because that's the only card I got left. But for example, I got 75 um, of those um, stone cold cards. If I was to sell those to you, you, know, if you bought five of those from me, what I do is I go through that stack of 75. And the top five condition card that you buy, you get those and it goes down and down and down, lower grades as time goes on. Um, but, but everything that's on there, you're buying at a value that you should expect is worth the money that you're paying for it. So everything for the most part is always going to be, I try to make it near mint to mint. Um, and do, I do you do, have, have, do you ever
1: get a customer who emails you back and complains? Yes. And so it yep. says, 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 I, I can't, I can't take this car. There's no way I can get. it. I'm not going to be able to send this and get graded.
0: Yes, I had, a, I had an individual just recently buy three WCW Gladiators cards for me. And you know as well as I do that those cards from Peru are
1: so hard to come by in are, good condition.
0: Right, they are beat. You know, those are cards sold to people in Peru who, you know, weren't going out to buy plastic pages and albums to put them in. No. They came in a box. They came in a box. Set. I got it right behind. They dumped they, they through them. Jam them back in the box, and I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. I've seen enough of that product. You are not going to find gem mint cards in that product. If they do, if you do, then you can buy a house with that card. You understand what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they just don't exist. Yeah. So this guy bought these three cards, and I told him up front, hey, they're not gradable. They're going to be. They're going to be. They're, they're quality cards for what you're buying for the amount that you're buying them for. And he got them. He got them for I think uh, Rick Flair for like ten bucks. Uh, the two Hulk Hogan for like twenty bucks. They weren't 100% mint. I would call them excellent at best, or not, or not more. But I specifically tell people if you're concerned about the condition of a card, let me know, and I can send you the actual scan of the card that I'm looking at sending you, so that you can be happy with that product. Well, this guy didn't care about any of that. Yeah. Well, he gets his product, and I no more than two days later, I get this long email saying you sold me junk. This stuff isn't. Uh, this stuff wasn't worth my time. I can't get it graded. And I wrote him back and I basically said, here's your refund, don't ever shop for my store again. Because all you were looking to do is buy something cheap, get it graded, sell it for a couple thousand and line your pockets with money. Yeah, and that's not what this talk is it's about. A flip, it's people. a flipper.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, right.
0: it's uh. Right. For example, there's another individual that will will we'll remain nameless. On a website, he went on to blast me uh, many years ago because he bought five Ric Flair test." WW uh uh NWA header cards. The header card, yeah. All sent to near mint mint condition, and the guy goes on to the and, I, and he bought them for five dollars a piece. Okay. Now he goes on to blast me on this webpage saying you get what you you get what you pay for when you shop with us for half. This is a guy who has a extensive collection out of Orlando, Florida. Um, he goes on, pretends like he's a wrestling card expert, goes on a webpage, blast us for selling these cards. They were all near mint or not better of cards, but he didn't get a gem mint card that he was hoping to get sent in to get a PSA 10 so he could go gloating his friends at, hey, I got a PSA 10 Wonderama card. Needless to say, what I, the whole point I'm making of this is, I'm here to protect this business. There's only a couple other people in this hobby who really has done a good job protecting this hobby. You, Paul, Chuck, I consider the authorities, anyone else who claims that they're authority in wrestling cards, they are not. Just because you have 50 Hulk Hogan wrestling all-star cards does not make you an authority of any wrestling cards whatsoever. There's a lot of product out there. And if you don't know your product, then I don't consider you an expert at all. But more importantly, don't go slamming my site, other sites or other collectors, because you have an agenda for your own personal collection, that's all I'm going to say on that I, subject. I,
1: I think a lot of people have agendas on their own collections. It's like that's for sure. I mean, we all have different levels of, you know, what we want to try to protect. I, I totally get. I, I get. I get the market. I see things from all standpoints. I totally agree with you on your standpoint. I agree with the grading side for what people want to do with that stuff on their side. But, you know, as a seller, I totally, I sympathize with you. I totally, because as a seller myself of raw deal stuff, I've had to go through that time and time again where I've had to be like, this is not the best conditioned car. Like, it's a raw deal card game, okay? They don't print this stuff anymore. There's no patch right, to go open right, anymore. Right. I, I, and, I, and I, big, I buy collections out and some of the, most of these collections are, are played condition type stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and the other issue that you have with raw deal, because I would love to really get in raw deal. You can't buy, for example, you can buy a brick of 800 raw deal cards on eBay. You know, a lot of 800 sure. and 800 an count box, but guess what? It's almost impossible to tell is that raw deal overload? Is that raw deal uh 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 could be premiere, mania, fully loaded, right. could
1: anything. It is
0: hard. So my only aspect to that is I was gonna start buying unopened boxes. Good luck. Well, guess what the unopened boxes that stuff has done? Oh yeah. Oh I know. through the roof. You know, because the I... only way that I could the only way, for example, like there's a one product that uh um um oh what's the gentleman's name i can't think of his name Van bandam uh he was he has he has one of his first cards in one of the raw deal boxes and i think he appears on that box i don't know if you know which 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 series that is but you know
1: if you're talking WWE raw deal i am the i'm the husker has of raw deal buddy (laughs) well yeah i know that's what i'm saying that's
0: why that's that's what i'm saying if you if you if you can do you know what the name of that box is that he appears on a box it's called raw deal mania yeah. Okay. That, that's
1: it. Right. So he had a promo card with him on one side and Alita on the other side.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I saw those, I saw those boxes a while ago. And I said to myself, the only way I could make a web page, and actually have all raw deal mania cards is if I actually busted those boxes over myself, because then I know, you know what I mean? I'm not going through a stack of 800, that there are all the different raw deal products because I'll be, you know, I'll be happy to negotiate
1: deal- a deal with you for if you want images for raw deal stuff I own I I owned every raw deal card ever ever made
0: every gotcha. every,
1: every, every I mean an image, I've had uh, one copy of it at least I should say not every raw deal I have every copy I paid a guy years ago to scan everything for me and that's all my vela card stuff I protect it with my watermark on it because people want they, they want my images and if you go to any Facebook group any other website that's trying to sell and move deal stuff they're constantly linking my image i'm looking for this card i'm looking for this card looking for this card because i'm the only one that has the clear images of that stuff because no. i've owned right. it all i've owned all right. of it right include, and, 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 and i do this stuff just, in spanish
0: <laughs> well and, and and i just i just i noticed um recently and i think it's i think it's because of covid and all the new collectors but I think there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of stuff by mail with wrestlers, sending stuff off to have them autographed. Yes. Raw deal stuff, they get some phenomenal photos of people. And um, there's a lot of people that are buying raw deal. And I ask them point blank. You know, you're buying all wrestlers, say, you're buying all, let's say, um, Christian cards. You got like 20 Christian raw deal from various sets that have on my webpage. What are you doing with those cards? Well, I'm sending them to get, have them autographed. Okay. And so that's why I've been trying to do more and more but I'm trying to get done open boxes, but if I can't get these done on boxes, maybe I'll be coming down to Phoenix and buying your inventory. Uh, my inventory exists in Wisconsin. Oh, is it? Well, then you can come up to Nebraska and we could drive, we could road trip from Omaha up to Wisconsin.
1: Ah, uh, I don't think my partner would be very happy with me just showing up That's <laughs> it's, it's a story that I don't want to even talk about publicly right now. I'm, I'm having a really hard time with that stuff and I'm, I'm actually- Gotcha. Uh, I don't want to make any announcements on that stuff yet, yeah, but gotcha. I, 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 I'd be uh, happy to talk to you about it off air. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, this has been pretty enlightening, sir. Uh, like I said, you're one of the people that I consider one of the old school original guys doing raw, uh, wrestling stuff. I'm going to say raw deal again, uh, wrestling stuff. I mean, because I came across your website around the same time. I think yours and my website came around the same time. Um, uh, and then uh, we both dealt with Grim. Grim was our yeah, kind of our go-to yeah, Grim was my yeah. main competitor because I was selling a lot of wrestling cards and I had, Oh, see, I, didn't,
0: I didn't know that I, I, I bumped into Grim. I happened to be in England at the time frame, and he ordered some stuff from me. And then he found out I was in England and he wanted me to try to, you know, track down the uh, Merlin card from mm-hmm. England, the WWF Merlin card, because that's another product that a lot of people don't realize you cannot find a lot of those when you buy big assortments from overseas. In really good quality condition. It's hard because the cards, the cards overseas in Europe, they get handled, they get played with. They're also they, a th- they're,
1: they're th- also thinner cardstock, which kind of tend to tend, tend to have a lot more deep correct.
0: corners. And I mean, correct. And yeah. you know, and you don't have the average kid over there running down to the dime store buying a pack of a hundred plastic sleeves to throw those cards, and they yeah, don't do that no, overseas. Not happening. And so that's why I try to tell everyone, you know, when you got uh, when you got quality stuff coming from overseas if you can get quality merlin cards that are clean consider that a treasure because they're yeah. hard to
1: find yeah i mean uh so my, my experience with grim uh because it's rare to actually talk to somebody who knows grim on a uh on any a, a decent level because i've had several conversations on the phone for hours
0: yeah see uh, he, got, he, he, he he and i used to do the same thing i the last time i spoke to him would have been around uh winter uh february time frame i think it was 2007 was when i was getting ready to move to italy with the Air Force, yeah. and i talked with him we talked for probably three hours one night i watched two college basketball games the whole time that we were talking the whole time my wife was a nurse and she was working <laughs> in the va at the time frame kids had got put down they were sleeping and all we did was talk wrestling cards for two to three hours that's and all we, that's all and, we talked about
1: i remember one night no. we talked for five and a half hours one
0: night uh he was- he at that time frame Believe it or not, he offered his collection to me to buy it. Same to me. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I and I and I probably should have got it. Um, and if he's still out there, like I said, you have my email address. Uh, contact me. And speaking of which, my email address, if anyone wants to know what it is, Husker at Yahoo.com. Just H-U-S-K-E-R-H-A-V at Yahoo.com. If you have any questions, another thing I'd tell I, I would tell people. If you have caught wrestling cards that you have no idea what it is, please scan a picture of it and send it to my web link, and I will try to help you understand what it is that you have card-wise because I've got a lot of contacts in other countries, and sometimes there's products that come from overseas that make it into our market, and people really don't know what it is. For example, there was a under uh, the giant card recently that some guy picked up at a garage sale on a table for $2. And it was a, it was a Japanese product. That's part of a board game over in Japanese. The card itself is like $40 or $50, you know, on average if you sell it on on, on eBay when it shows up and he didn't even realize what it was when he contacted
1: me. I love you know, kind of, another I love example, that kind of find. I love those finds. Yeah, another
0: example um, was, cause I cause I try to, I really try to educate people on wrestling cards. My hurricane, mask card relic card that i got i bought from a guy in louisiana who actually had it on ebay he had that he had the undertaker relic and another relic he had them all for $25 buy it now on ebay at the time frame and i contacted him and i said look um that hurricane card is around a thousand dollar card i said um you need to pull that off of ebay i said i would like to work out a deal to buy that from you outright. And so he ended up calling me up in Alaska and I ended up getting that from him. Um, and he threw those other two cards in just because I was so nice for, for doing that. Um, most people probably would have bought it for 25 bucks and said, hey, I got something on this guy, but I won't do that because collecting is supposed to be special. And the one thing that I try to do is make sure that everyone who comes in contact with me leaves knowing that they had a special experience and more importantly, they saw an individual who valued their cards as well as their collection, and that's what I—that's what I always try to do when it comes to the hobby.
1: And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good it's a good philosophy to hash like that. You always take care of your customer. Always. I mean, you don't you bend over so much, right? And, and there, but there's a there is a limit uh, obviously, but you always try totally. to take care. of your there
0: customer. there is there is, and there's those people that are going to go on this webpage who no longer shop on my website because I told them I don't need their business and there's yeah. a reason for it. Well,
1: there's always, there's always going to be those kind of people like that. I mean, people,
0: there's nothing you can, there's nothing you can do about it. To me, it's kind of like take it with a grain of salt, you know, it's, it's going to happen. Um, But, but everybody, has a different,
1: everybody has a different perspective on how they right. want to collect and right. why they're collecting and all you can hope for, is for people that maybe are uh, displeased with your service in any way, shape or form, all you can hope for yep. is that they're at least having fun doing what they're doing. Yep. that's all, that's all and you're I, going to do. And, and
0: i tell and i i'm gonna leave this plug too i tell i tell all my loyal customers that if you're happy with my website if you're happy with my product um i don't need to hear a thank you back from you but what i'd want to do is have you tell two or three other collectors that hey i found this website and this guy took care of me he'll take care of you that to I me think, is more i, I important. think most
1: i i really like to believe and think that even though all these years later was my first time I ever purchasing something from you Yeah. Uh, i mean i knew about you i mean i knew about you from the get-go because when i'm looking for research like that to try to find out what cards i had it's like that you know uh well at the time your actually site didn't exist um but um you know it, you you, you kind of have to it's a small network of people and you kind of have to kind of re- treat people with respect and that respect. That right way. right um but you just you know you want people to uh to walk away happy um correct you want people to at least enjoy what they're doing and having fun with their doing whatever their agenda is i, I can't right. control i can't control your agenda and you ain't going to control right. my agenda so right. as long as we're having habit no one's getting hurt by it so like, uh you know just having fun and enjoying the hobby for whatever it is i mean well
0: you know you know for for example um i had a uh i had a uh gentleman um was working on the um what set was it not circle k i think it might have been the swanson set and he needed five cards to complete that set he bought three of the cards from my website two of the cards that he needed to complete all five were sold on my website well i went through my backup inventory which is going to be something i'm going to put on here But i had the two cards that he needed well oh. guess what he got all five cards nice i didn't charge him for i didn't charge him from the other two because it was important for me, for him to understand, I knew how important that collection was to be completed for him.
1: Well, and I helped him get that done. Being a set yourself, you understand and can sympathize with people looking for that kind of stuff.
0: Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, there yeah, there, there, there are there there are times where I've got guys, for example, um, let me see if I can find, uh, I don't have a by. There's a, there's a, uh, um, uh, set of cards that came out in England they're 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 like a postcard about three three by five and they're they it has all four of the McMahons in it and there's a girl down in Dallas who was saying I have the most elaborate Shane McMahon collection I know I have that person. Not,
1: I know her on Twitter not,
0: yeah I've not I've not found that card I know it exists I saw on your website. Well, I worked out a deal. I got I got some of those in. I contacted her, and um, she said, "Well, what are you going to be charged? What do you need for those?" She said, "She said I just that's the only card I need for my collection." I said, "Well, I'm going to be putting these on when I finally get my site updated, and they're going to be selling the 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 commons are going to be selling for ten dollars a piece. Um, the stars are going to be anywhere from twenty five to thirty a piece because that's what they go for. They're they're impossible to find. But she's like she's like I'll give you twenty for the Shane, and I said, "Well, I have the other McMahon's also." And she's like well how much do you need for those I said I said beans you want them all because they look cool framed because they're big cards yeah I said how about 50 for all, all four of them and she was like she couldn't believe it she was like that was a, that, that, that was phenomenal so I'm pretty
1: sure I know this girl because <laughs> she cleaned me out of a lot of stuff on Velocard card stuff for probably, Shane, uh, for, probably. For Shin and Man stuff
0: but see I I, I I get a kick out of that yeah. I, I get a kick out of knowing that someone's gonna have a product that I had they're gonna get it and it's gonna be a pinnacle part of their collection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That they display. Like there's a gentleman down in Las Vegas recently, well, I shouldn't say recently, three years ago, he was buying up all kinds of unopened wax boxes for me. Everything that I could get my hands on from the 2000s. I'm talking your Flair products, your, your, even the 92 WCW Tops, you know, that was released overseas. Mm-hmm. He was buying all this stuff up for me. I lost track of him. I just recently went to Vegas last week with the two kids and my brother and a friend of mine from high school. And I wanted to go see, because supposedly he has that displayed in Vegas somewhere, but I don't know where it was at. And I lost his contact information, That I want to go buy and see it. Because most of the boxes that he has, um, he bought from my store. And it's just kind of neat to know that you can have that kind of impact on someone's collection and, and their life basically, because they enjoy that stuff as much as you do.
1: Yeah. Everybody has a different way of collecting, that's It's fun stuff. Yep. Really fun stuff. Yep. yep. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, okay. And it's, uh, where can everybody find you on social media? I think you're
0: on Twitter. Okay, I'm on Twitter. I'm under uh, Husker Wrestling Cards is my Twitter name. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't put Husker Halves. Um, I didn't use that um, just because I tried to make it more of a generic thing on Twitter because um, I tried to do business on Twitter, and I don't need, necessarily need everyone linked to my website. More importantly, a lot of the indie sets that are out there, because I try to get the indie sets at a affordable price to be able to bring them to people at an affordable price. Because sure. you know, as well as I do, indie sets go fast. Yep. Um, they sell out really fast, but I'm trying to get them at a price that I can at least put them on my website and allow people to buy them in and in in afford them. And they're not marked up much.
1: If I have
0: a guy out there, if I have a guy out there who says has uh, Indiana Southwest wrestling or whatever, and he has a, uh, Indie set, I don't want him to say, oh, you're just going to go around and put this on your website and make a ton of money off of it. That's not what my intention is. Yeah. But I try to get that stuff because I try to get exposure to all those indie people. And in regards, I want to throw this other plug out there too. For you people that are out there that have wrestling cards that are independent producers, if you want free advertising, if you want people to contact you directly, um, I offer you a link on my website. The only catch is I require one free set from you and I'll put your set on my website with all the contact information to you for at least a, for at least a full year before I'll take it off to give you that exposure for your independent wrestling card sets. I'm just throwing that out there because oh, i have been sure. a couple of people that I've worked those deals with, and, sure. and, and I like to get that exposure to everyone else. Also. Are
1: you on? Uh, is, is Twitter the only place that people can find you, or you have a Facebook page? Twitter's the page only for your place that I'm on. Instagram?
0: Uh, Twitter's the only place that I'm on. I've contemplated building a Facebook page. Um, but I got to get my new store open first. So the Facebook sure. ain't going to be anything that's going to happen anytime soon. It's just going to be Twitter and direct email. Um, and, uh, and, and and I go from there. Um, wow. I had contemplated putting my direct phone number online just for people needing help, resources, stuff like that. But I haven't done it just because of the amount of calls. Get, I'm afraid get, you, get yourself
1: getting. a Google number and have it forwarded to your actual number so you never have your real number.
0: I might do that. I might okay. look at that that's probably a good idea but i'm but I, but i'm hoping i'm hoping um here, well, jesus christ i'm hoping to be able to uh uh start getting uh uh more memorability online and different stuff like that i just there, there's so much wrestling stuff that's out there and it's all fun and that's to me the most important thing is the fun aspect of it
1: like those, like those it. Pepsi
0: sti- yeah like those pepsi stickers from italy if you're in Italy and you have those, contact me at SAP because I want that set. <laughs> well, this is definitely a time
1: for us to go because man, my, my, yep. my green yep. screen yep. is like it's just, just going crazy over here. <laughs> it's going
0: crazy. Sounds good. But I'll uh let
1: you go. yeah, so everybody can that. Well, make sure you check out Husker Has website when it comes up. Uh, hopefully at the end of the month, he'll have it ready to go. Uh, yep. it's 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 the premier place to go to buy singles for wrestling. It's it's always been that way for damn near 20 years, if if not uh, at least that long uh i've i've used it only recently but i've gone to it looking for references for things before in the past i was contemplating years ago trying to buy you out of all your raw deal stuff back then too (laughs) but uh well
0: well, it's, it's funny maybe 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 in the near future maybe it'll be the premier raw deal site
1: i don't know man velocards is the place to go
0: Anybody, no, I'm anybody, saying if I. Anybody I, I'm who saying, goes for. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm saying if I I'm saying if I buy you out.
1: Yeah, I I i think about ready to retire that because uh, I, <laughs> trust, trust me, you go do a Google search on raw deal, and probably ninety percent of the images are are valid card images. Yeah, so, that's cool. Uh, uh, it's just um, it's been that way for a long ass time, so like that. Oh, I, went, I went all. Hey, in.
0: hey, what, what, one other thing I want to throw out there before I let you go, and I know we got to go, but yeah. I could talk I could talk to you all night about wrestling cards, <laughs> just so you're aware of that. Yeah, I know. Um, On your own website, you had a set called Omnipress that had Cactus Jack cards. Did you ever have those cards? And have you ever physically seen those cards? Because
1: I I don't think at that point in time, when I I know what the set you're talking about. I think at that point in time, that became like something I knew about, but didn't have. This was beyond my collection at the time. So uh, I've never physically owned
0: those cards. Gotcha. Yeah. And then there's one other set that I want to ask you before I let you go. The 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 editor's newspaper cards, they're all black for WWE from Europe. I think there was eight cards in that set. You had to be invited to a, a WWE post celebration, get those cards. You have the images, did you ever have those cards or where'd you I, get those I, I images think, from? I think
1: I do have them, yes. Okay. Yeah, I think I do have that set.
0: I'd be interested, FYI. and <laughs> in,
1: in buying my set?
0: Yes, because I don't uh, have those. I, and I don't have those and I've watched eBay in UK for years. And I can't find that anywhere.
1: Yeah. If I stumble across them in storage, I'll consider it. <laughs>
0: cool. It'll, it'll,
1: be, it'll be another episode of uh, Tony's Storage You Didn't Finds like that. So yep. my wife and I will go down there and start filming some stuff here pretty soon, I think. And then uh, uh, you know, before I actually go here, I, I'm not going to give anything away, I'm not going to say anything beyond uh something special might be happening in 2022 that will involve m- multiple people here including yourself yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll,
0: it'll 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 be fun if it goes down it will rock the hobby in a positive way I
1: think so and and so that's all no. I'm going to say right now so um no. but uh it's been a pleasure talking to you, sir. I've been yep. wanting to get you on this for a long time. I said people have been asking me, you know, Paul's talked about it, Chuck's talked about it. Uh, anybody is like, you got to get Husker, I got to get Husker, have on this So, uh, once you get the website up and going and, and get in the flow of things, you know, months down the road, I'd like to talk to you again about, you know, the progress of what's going on, new features.
0: I think that I think that'd be good in a couple months because I think we're going to have gone past the Covid craze and all this weird collecting stuff, and I think things will have settled down and become more normal again.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll touch base again, and of course we're always gonna, we, we can text each other anyways. Like as usual Yep, yep. And, yep. Um,
0: hey, you know, hey I-, I would say I would say one final thing to everyone out there. Just remember, I, I tell everyone happy collecting.
1: Happy collecting is the way it goes, man. Yep. I, great way to great way to end it all right here, man. Yep. So uh, yep. Until, I guess until next time, sir, we will uh, say that we are out.